Let's get down to business. Who wants gossip? Who wants sleaze? Who wants dirt on celebrities? Rob and Garrett have the scoop, keeping all y'all in the loop. Naughty gossip's what Rob does. Elvis Duran presents Celebrity Buzz. Well, we are back. They let us on this app called iHeartRadio. My name is Garrett. Rob Shooter right there. Hello, hello. How are you, Garrett? I'm, I'm fabulous. Thank you for asking. How are you? Very well, my friend. I, I saw you were at a Broadway show this week. Um, what, I've seen a lot. What happens is before the Tony Awards, all these shows line up like planes at LaGuardia. I'm knocking to get at in. your door and saying, please, Rob, see it and review they want, it. They want people to go and see them and talk about them. I don't think people realize this. Before plays open on Broadway, they have this thing, I didn't know this, called previews. And they run for like two or three weeks and they're cheaper tickets. And it's where they figure out all their kinks and yeah. make sure the sets work and the costume changes and the sound's good. Like, and for instance, you and I, this podcast, we're still in previews. <laughs> we'll be in previews for a long time. Yes. And so they... They invite people to come and see these shows and talk about them. So I saw a ton of shows, actually quite a lot. Which one did you did you see me at? Uh, a girl, uh, I just saw the playbill. Was it Amelie? Uh, probably, yeah. That. Amelie. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. wasn't great. I saw that you are showing a lot of love to Groundhog Day. I love it. It's fantastic. I, did you the, see the cover of the Times today? No, the I Star have, is Born, I a headline. Have, I have not, but the movie annoys the hell out of me. And I think that's the point of it. It's so delicious, that movie. It's so annoying. He's such a dick. He's such a, like a, a bad person. On stage, to see this guy who's a real sweet person, Andy Carl, is the lead. You know him from the Rocky musical. He's fantastic. He and he was in Law and Order for like a yeah, half yeah, a yeah. season. He's so talented and so great. So he's in this show called Groundhog Day. It is Phenomenal! It can, might be the best show of the of the year. And I know you're close. Did you ever find out? Can you find out why he got killed off of Law and oh, Order? I'll ask him. I'll text him. Because he was on the seat. The, the the Law and Order. Almost every actor and their mother has been on the show, <laughs> uh, either for one episode or many episodes. <laughs> They put him on for a half a season, then kill him off. Well, I don't think he decides whether. Oh, I'm I know sure. he doesn't. He would but, rather stay. But, but there has to be a juicy story behind that, I think. You think I That's think, me being a fanboy no, right now. No, I think now. you just read the script. I think you say you, you're hired for three episodes and you're dead. And they're like, okay. He had a prominent role, though, when he was on Law and Order. Yeah, but I, I it's do. not... Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, it's probably in the script. I let's, don't know. let's talk about the uh, the headlines right now. So uh, in New York, there's a big story. Basketball player Carmelo Anthony. Uh, he plays for the New York Knicks. He's married to former VJ. I know Lala. Uh, Lala. Yeah, Kim Kardashian's best friend. Right. Uh, and everyone's been giving Carmelo crap because he's not been playing well in New York. And kind of everyone thinks that he's been the demise of the basketball oh, team dear. at work. It seems like there's been a little bit more on Car- Carmelo's mind over the past yeah, few I mean, weeks and months. Yeah, they're separated. So the two of them are separated. They've been separated for quite a while now. It's a, it's been a couple of months. But and, the uh, reason why they're separated is I don't know. You oh, know. <clears throat> so let me inform you. Allegedly, Carmelo has impregnated a dancer oh, in another God. city. Now, from what, from what you know, you've seen all we've right. seen all these stories. Basketball players travel around. They're in hotels. They're yeah, at parties not, after the game, late night. It should be uncommon, but it's not. It's really sad and. I don't know. That makes me sad. I like Lala. I think she's a great girl, and she loved him. Well, allegedly, she's the one that said, get your bags and get walking. She's not tolerating that rubbish. I also don't want to come face-to-face with her. She seems like someone that knows what she's doing. You don't want to mess with her. And if she does, she's going to chop your balls off. I think if you cheat on somebody and you make someone pregnant, you should have your balls chopped off. In general, yes. I think that if if what you're saying is true, good for her. Allegedly, yes. Yeah, good for her. If he did that, what a... Dick, he's got the best wife in the world, a beautiful baby. She has children, right? Oh, think, yeah, they him. have children together. And a lovely life, and they seem really happy. And she's, she like, I think people think these these women don't work, they don't have lives. 
he's fabulous partly because of her. Like, she's the one that makes him look cool and hip and picks out his clothes. And I think it's like a lot of wives out there that people diminish the work they do. And behind every powerful man, there's a really smart, powerful woman. And so I'm team women all the way here. Of course. And, and, and I'm sure you've seen it too, Rob, uh, being a publicist, being on the road with a lot of artists, male and female, how a lot of people just throw themselves yeah, at they you. Do. They, throw, they, they do. They do. They but, do. But you don't have to take it. Exactly. And that's what I would and it's, they don't really throw themselves at you. They throw themselves at who they think you are. Exactly. So they yeah. don't really like you. They don't know you. They throw they like yourself the idea of... of... Yeah, I once was on tour <clears throat> doing PR with Bon Jovi, and I remember being at the front of the stage before the show. The guy the can show, shake his ass. And I had... He's a great... He's great. He puts on a great show. He's a handsome guy. And um, I was at the front of the stage, and I had a clipboard, and I saw out the corner of my eye this girl with huge boobs wearing a slippery when wet T-shirt. One of his and albums. coming towards me, she would have had sex with me because she thought I was like a roadie or thought I was working for the show. And I was like, A, I'm so gay. And B, <laughs> even if I was straight, I'm sort of like working. And, and even if I wasn't working, I don't know you. And that's the difference because you have some and people. And she would have had sex with someone just to get closer to John. She really wanted to have sex with John. Right. But that wasn't going to happen. So she would like have sex with a roadie or a publicist or somebody. Cause that would, and I felt bad for the girl. And what I wanted to say, I didn't have time, is like, you got to learn to love yourself, lady, because... Honestly, picking up these random men at con- it's just like it's, it made me sad. It made me sad. I, I I could see you at a clipboard going, honey. It's like, honey. Please, I was like, please. sweetheart. I'm worried about John's hair, not please. you. Yeah, um, I, I bigger worries. But it's really sad. That makes me sad. The Camilla story makes me sad. All right. So last week you gave us a uh you gave us a story about a A-list celebrity. Uh, moving in with his mom. You didn't say who. You just gave us a little tease. It's Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt. What, he, Brad Pitt's single. Why would he move in? Why would the his actual, mom the move mom in? has moved in with him? So the yeah. mom now is in LA. Brad's lost a ton of weight since the divorce. Maybe like 15, 20 pounds. Like yeah. he looks revenge re- body. He doesn't look good though. He doesn't like when really. He, yeah, he doesn't look. I think he, he looks younger though in the face. Oh, he looked good. And now, if you see new pictures, of him, I saw some pictures yesterday. He looks sick. Like he looks like. He's lost too much. You know, some people yeah. lose too much weight, and I think it's such a weird thing in society. We all think thin is better. I think some people look terribly. Well, it's Hollywood, so you know you have that. But like, yeah. yeah, some people look just like better with a little bit of weight. Brad's lost so much weight. His mom's concerned. His family's concerned. He's going through a rough time. Like, he's not only lost his wife, he's lost his six kids. Temporary, right. or they're not living with him, and so he's going through a tough time. He's taken up some art. God bless him. And so his mom has moved to LA. I love this. And like, mothers, it doesn't matter if you're Brad Pitt or or a regular person like me. Like, it, your mom moves in when you've got trouble, and so the family have rallied around him. And the mom's moved into the house now. And I'm sure she's cooking chicken soup and. If you're in a weird uh, place, mom comes over, Rob, and stays with you. What's the first thing that that she does? Does she clean up your room for you? No, she make in the fridge. It's always about food. Yeah, food. So mom's always food. So especially if I'd lost that much weight, she'd be like, oh, and she'd like try and put some pounds on me, and she'd do chicken soups, and like, um, she'd do. Grilled cheese sandwiches. Mom's cook. Mom, mom take you to Macy's and try <laughs> yeah, some new pants. Yeah, she take me to Macy's and do that. <laughs> no, she would like the mom. I, and I love this. Like, you know, can you imagine living for all those years, over ten years, in a house with screaming children and Angelina and babies and take and years then, off your life? And then you go to being by yourself. And I think people think, oh, he has a better life. I don't know if he does. I think he really misses what this life. Hey, so I was reading over the comments from our uh, podcast from last week, and uh, a lot of people, though we had some great stories. Love the fact you were giving me makeup advice. Was it makeup advice? That makeup, uh, out of all the hard work you've done and all my banty witter uh, with your stories. Pass me the, a brush and yeah, some MAC lipstick and I'm okay. So it got me thinking, let's let's kind of, I, I don't need a full makeover, but 
kind of a a queer eye for the straight guy. I think guy. you look great. I really oh, no, no, think no, thank you. Terrific style. Your hair always is on point. But you always can, trim your beard beautifully. What is? is let's let's give one advice uh, from a gay man to a straight guy who really uh, I know fashion, but not. As I think much you look, as you honestly, do. I don't. I wish I could have some. I don't have it. I think you look great. I always have. I think but, you look but even terrific. so, like the makeup advice. I'd be what? a little bit more polished when I'm out on a night. Like you have to remember, you get up at four in the morning right. or something. So to tell you to come in here in a jacket and, and you know look, oh, it's, it's silly. Course. It's not you here in pajamas. So but, you're but even so, the makeup. I wasn't asking for makeup, but you 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 gave yeah, you me. You could my... do a little bronzer, yeah. like when you do those red carpets. I saw you once on a carpet with Justin Timberlake or somebody or, or Ryan Reynolds. So you've done. Uh, when I did those carpets on a night, I would probably get a little bronzer. I wouldn't do full makeup, but a little bronzer with a brush, and I'd do here and here. and the, the, the like, cheeks. like a makeup brush. Yeah, just a makeup brush. Big paintbrush. Can you use a paintbrush yeah. in the garage? Just make sure it's clean. <laughs> and just like put it, dab it in the bronzer, and do a quick whoosh over one cheek, the other cheek, your forehead, Give you a little color, like just a sunkiss. It just looks like a little kiss. But, but it's great. People listening, too, they're like... Guys can do it. Like, it, honestly, it's, I know it sounds silly. Like, if you're going to go on a first date, or even if you're going out, don't go overboard, because you'll look like a drag queen, but... You'll if look you like just, an Oompa Loompa. You, yeah, but if you... And in New York City... Or a president. There's nothing... Ugh, there's nothing <laughs> shameful or, or embarrassing about walking... Certainly in New York City, into Macy's or to Bloomingdale's. I see guys at the makeup counter all the time. Go to the makeup counter in Bloomingdale's and Macy's and walk over to one of the lovely ladies or guys. They'll be happy to serve you and say, I just want a bronzer. I just want a little color. Rob Shooter says, I just need a little bit of bronzer. And then don't go crazy. That's a mistake people make. You, you'll do it, and people will notice a difference. You'll go out. Well, and make friends... sure you're using a mirror because you can't. If you're not right. using a mirror and you're just globbing but your eye, it on, your eye sometimes can deceive you too. Because what's going to happen is you're going to go out, and your friends are going to be like, "Oh, you look good," or maybe not. Oh, yeah. Or girls will be like, "You look like you look handy." That's look, why you, you need a rod. And then you'll do life. too much. So stop. One, one brush stroke on each cheek, a little bit on your forehead, and you're done. That's why I think everyone needs a you in, in their life because you are the friend that no matter. I tell what, you, you look ridiculous. Wash exactly, it off. Exactly. That you look like a drag queen. You look ridiculous. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, let's... Do it. Go and buy some. I want to hear next week. Go and buy some. Don't tell your wife. And then just like put on a dab of makeup on each cheek and your forehead and see if she says to you, oh, you look rested or you look handsome. Just see the difference. I right. bet it works. Just do it and see if she notices. I, I will put When's it to date the test. night? Are you going on a date night this week? Uh, bu- 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 Saturday. So on Saturday night, before you go, go to the bathroom and just literally put a little, tiny little bit of makeup on each cheek. All right. Bronzer. Deal. Done. Um, let's talk about Michael Strahan. What do you got on Michael Strahan? Oh, so Strahan? Michael likes... I love Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan wasn't really aware that when he left Kelly to go to GMA, he was changing divisions. And now he works for ABC News. You're right. Michael Strahan has lost millions and millions of dollars in sponsorship deals. So Michael did, like, sponsor... He was like... The pitch man for 10 products. Right. He's had to let them all go. And so now Kelly, who's under the entertainment division, is doing like all these teeth commercials and washing machine right. commercials. So Strahan, bizarrely, has like lost money changing jobs. He's taken a step backwards as Financially, forward, yeah. like I mean, like he's now worked for ABC News. What's interesting though is his people tell me he was allowed to keep his clothing company uh, line at JCPenney. And has his name on it, it for uh, God's yeah. sake. But I mean, they're weird about that. At ABC News, if George Stephanopoulos starts a clothing line, they'd be like, ooh, 
we don't. We well, don't yeah, you don't, see, you don't see Matt Lauer yeah, doing they're, anything they're like that. They're not allowed to. They're just not allowed to do it. Uh, and he's also been allowed to have a production company. So I think he's going to make up the millions because um, he's got that pyramid show. He's got pretty much all the game shows you see on ABC at, at night. He's on really the good at it. He's so talented. But I was just like, wow, I didn't realize what a financial hit he had taken from moving to to ABC. I still can't get over his travel schedule uh, during the the fall time where he on Sunday he's in LA doing the football stuff and then gets on a red eye comes and does GMA oh, Monday yeah. morning and then uh, it's it's hectic I I don't know how he does it God but bless him. hey d- uh, did you watch SNL uh, the I did you know what I I didn't know until I read this up is the on Jimmy it. Fallon one uh, yeah Jimmy yeah. Fallon but uh, Melissa McCarthy played Sean Spicer mm-hmm, the press secretary hilarious she's but so. she shot that in LA Oh, I didn't know that either. She, she wasn't. In, she wasn't in New York. Well, did she do it live or was it? Pre-taped? Yeah, it was live. Oh, live from LA. Yes. Yeah, so How did you know that? It That's was right. the. F- it was the first time SNL was uh, live coast to coast, both both in New York and LA. But Melissa McCarthy, due to scheduling conflicts, couldn't get to New York. So they just put her in a studio in LA and cut to, to cut, cut to, to it live. Oh, how interesting! It looked a little different. If you go back and you watch it, how it looks it looks like it was taped, but but still. Have they announced that? Who told? Yeah, you? Uh, yeah. I was reading it. I think uh, either Naughty Gossip or somewhere else. Oh, but. somebody on my side, Mr. Rodix. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, no. It's it, amazing now. Wouldn't you have? Because when I started Naughty Gossip, it was me and my underwear. My my dog Darby, yeah. and now it's, it's, it's doing it's, a great job. Thank you, but but a hustling like You're literally right. being scrappy, misspelling stuff. We had no money, and so we're just like we, me. It was just me, and so banging it out. Dog t- using all your money, you the, doing that all the work. That dog did nothing. <laughs> Laziest member of my staff. But you love. And him. so um, then it became a hit, and now I have writers, and so. It's nice. It's going, hard to keep up. It is, but it's lovely. I go to my own site now and I learn things. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, I didn't, it's embarrassing when people ask me about, like, oh, that story on your site. Tell me more. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking but, but, about. But, Rob, do you think Ariana Huffington, when she ran no, Huffington she, Post, I knew for her. I have no idea. You, you, although she was, she, she was um, she, we used to get emails from her throughout the night. Like, she used to sit at night going through the site, like, tweet, tweaking headlines and doing this. I'm really good at letting go. Like, I'm not a micromanager. Right. I'm like, oh, it's up now. Fine. Like, and, and I enjoy my life too much with my friends and my family. And I don't go out at night and read my own site. I go out at night and drink and laugh. That's not I went out with my friend Theana, who's in from town. And we went to Lure Fish Bar, L-U-R-E. And Are she, you a fish guy? Not really, but I do like the sushi and stuff. But right, was yeah, the yeah. Branzini was delicious. But it's more about the drinks rather than the food. And we she got this like little private room at Lure. And we sat there and we drank and we laughed and we laughed and we laughed and we laughed and we laughed. And that's my idea of a night the thing with Ariana you, would have been on a site all night. Once you get going, though, like when you're with friends and you start laughing, you don't stop. I love to laugh, but I didn't put on the Rob Shooter show last night. Oh, no. Um, you, Deanna, you turned it on and off, which Deanna is very interesting, too. put on the Deanna show last night. So, Deanna did her whole greatest hits. I've heard all the stories, but they were delicious to hear them again. She's moved to L.A., and I miss her terribly. And so... Um, it was lovely for her to be in town. We reminisced, and she talks about the old days, and I was crying laughing. It was really lovely. Uh, let's talk about J-Lo, Mark Anthony, Alex Rodriguez. It's wild. It sounds like a triangle, but it's not, and somehow that weird relationship Mark, yeah, is Mark working. Mark Anthony loves her. He, I, I used to work for Jennifer. Mark Anthony loves her and will always love her. Jennifer treats him like a brother, and he's almost like the... You know the rebound romance. Like right. whenever she needs like a hug or a cuddle, he's there. He's he, the friend zone. Well, yeah, but he wants to kiss her. Like he loves her. Well, the, yeah, and that's she's f- like, no, I really like you. You're like a brother. You're, you're the father of my children. Yeah, we had sex, blah blah blah. But now she's friend zone. So she treats him like meeting him for a rod is like meeting her brother. So people think it's right. weird. I think at the wedding. He could give her away. Oh like if my. she gets married, honestly, he will really? be. Mark Anthony Money must sing. How awkward. It's, that would be the ultimate awkwardness for me. It feels like me. it. But have you ever dated somebody 
and like, oh, you look at them now, and you're like, and you like them, you don't hate them, but you're like, God, we used to have sex. Well, just, that's what, all right, look, Rob, Rob, put yourself in uh, A Rod's shoes, okay? You, are, you are you, but you're playing the part of A Rod. I'm Mark Anthony. Right. I'm walking my ex, uh, now ex-wife, down the aisle to you. It feel- and in your mind, you're like. Two or walking down the aisle, me- they boned and had crazy sex me- to produce children. Me and you would think like that. A Rod's thinking about how do I look? Uh, uh, A Rod's thinking about himself. No, A Rod doesn't think about anyone but A Rod. I- no, I love him. I have a story this week in my National Enquirer column, Straight Shooter, and it's a great story and it's 100% true about the two of them going out. And she's met her match because right. he spends longer in the mirror than she does. <laughs> like, he is fabulous and it's all about him like everyone thinks jennifer's self-absorbed to a certain extent she is but not like him he thinks he has a centipede with his head on it above his bed like he has more paintings of himself at home than she does like he might be and i say it in a delicious way i admire him for it he might be the most self-absorbed when when he played for the yankees they used to say he didn't play for the yankees he played for a rod it's always about him and so for him to be Jennifer, who's kind of self-absorbed, for those two to get together, she's she's got to take a back seat. It is the A-Rod show. And so I think when she introduced him to Mark Anthony, I bet he doesn't even know they were dated. Like, he doesn't care. I think he I don't, does. I don't think he's... I don't and I think know. the I ego, know. and I love it, the swagger he has, he's like... I'm not threatened by this little Spanish guy. Like he's like I'm, I'm a Rod. Yeah. Like he's like he looks at Mark Anthony, who's four foot nothing, but, but, skinny little devil. But it gives a Rod the upper, uh, no, Mark Anthony the upper hand in the sense, like, hey man, you might be dating her. I I I, I was with her you first. You only get the upper hand. Well, really. He was not first. There was there was, well, there was but, Ben but, Affleck. But, but, there was Diddy. Well, well, there was more the But I, I already get the upper hand if you care. I don't think I don't think Arod cares. That's I true. Just don't think he cares. But that's think, another way to look like, at it. He looks at Mark Anthony like, the way, like probably like, will you go and get me a drink, bud? Good like, for you. Yeah, you have bud. kids. Who but are that's you? great. I'm, I'm with him. Arod. Hit yeah. the jackpot. I think uh, he walks around with a swagger that we should be only as lucky to have half of. Yeah, percentage of that. I wouldn't mind that or the paycheck that he gets too. Um, all right, so uh, we can end on uh, Rob's choice. Let, let's do this. Uh, let's talk about Harry and how, how Prince Harry. Harry. Style. Oh, Prince no, Harry. My Prince Harry. Like, the, the, the not real my Harry. Prince Harry. Your Harry's not doing so well. So Harry Styles, his debut single came out. He was the star of SNL, performed on SNL. SNL. The singles dropped. At, like, it's it dropped, a very long song. It dropped song. out of the top 50, though, and now it's back up. But it's not what... Zayn has sold double the singles in his first week than Harry has. And Harry was the star. Zayn had a little beat, be- uh, has beat behind his music. So, but, but why would they choose this? Like, if I was the label... I don't think the label did. I think they, they put Harry in then charge. They should, then, then Harry's a it fool. Like, Harry, for your first, for your debut single, you you want a hit. And if you don't have a hit, it's really hard to bounce back. But Harry, like, if you followed One Direction, not to say I'm a huge directioner... I love them. I thought they were great. But uh, Harry's always been that... That singer songwriter, not like Zayn, who is more on the. They all want hits. They well, all they, they want, all want hits. hits. But and so I'd say to Harry, you can do your singer songwriter thing, and no one cares, or you can have a monster hit of the summer. What do you want? And if he picks right. the latter, if he picks the first one, then I'm like, you don't want to be a pop star. Go and write your songs. Right. I I think the label wants uh, his label wanted to give him the opportunity, being the quote unquote frontman of One Direction right. at the time, thinking that they have you know the golden goose. At 20- Two years old, however, even 40 years old, 
if you don't take advice from the people that know the business, when I did this podcast, I would do one for four hours. I could talk forever. Right. But I listened to people who do these and really, and they're like, 20 minutes is great. 50 yeah. minutes is even better. Get out of here. Yeah, but they want short and sweet. You listen to people around you. And so, That's Harry, great advice overall You don't people. know better than your label. So if your label's like, let's put out an up-tempo. When I worked for Jessica Simpson, the first song they wanted from her was the opposite. They wanted a big, sad ballad like Cry Me a right. River. Nick Lachey had had a huge hit with this big, sad song. Right. What's About left the break of me? Of it. Yeah. Like, like, like crying. And they wanted Jessica to do that too. And she had a great song on the album that was like Diane Warren wrote it. It was really sad. Right, right, right. She wanted um, to release an up-tempo, happy song called Public Affair. It tanked. And then the album tanked. And then she doesn't have a record deal. So Harry, do your five-minute song. Do your singer-songwriter. You won't be heard of again. He's got to get a hit. If he doesn't get a hit soon, SNL. He didn't get a number one. Gaga right. went straight in at number one. Let's uh, let's talk about your Harry now. Oh, Harry, so he did this amazing interview. It's the 20th anniversary of Princess Diana's death. Everybody's doing documentaries about it. I'm taping one tomorrow for ABC. Oh, interesting. And the princes are only doing one. They're doing the BBC, which right. is the big channel Home in town. Britain. They're doing one interview. However, Harry did an interview for a newspaper in Britain where for the first time ever he talked about what happened when his mom died. And he said for 20 years he was a mess. He was such a chaos How old is he? He's about 30? He's like 30, so uh, he's about 10 when she died. He was a mess and he finally got therapy and only within the last three years did he get his life together. He was in such a bad shape he could have died. Like he was drinking. Wow. He was messed up. He's got it together and now he's met this lovely Meghan Markle uh, yeah. from Suits, the actress. Sources are telling me to expect a proposal sometime this summer and if he hadn't got help listen to this out there guys if you need help get it if he don't be afraid hadn't gone and got professional help he wouldn't be ready to get married and engaged and have children and, and live his with life, his life yeah. yeah lovely i mean like i'm just so proud that the royal family who don't really talk about this stuff they're very stiff upper lip are finally talking about this stuff and i think it makes a difference i think william and harry though are uh out you know in a different you know league compared to the royal family you know they're very tight-lipped but i think them as as they're boys, modern they change yeah, like every exactly. family every institution they are a family but they're also an institution Institutions die if they don't change. And right. I've got to figure this out. And after Diane's death was the first time in my life I really thought the royal family could end, that people hated what was going on. People were furious. The Queen would not lower the flag. She wouldn't leave Balmoral in Scotland to come back to London. She really didn't handle it very well. And I thought for a while we could actually have a Britain without a royal family because people were so angry. She right. bounced back, and now she's one of the most loved people in the world. But I think Harry and William will carry on the legacy of the royal family and let the family live for many, many more years, which I like. I like that too. And and with that, it gives us more stories to talk about. Delicious. Good it, to see you, my friend. You too. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. And uh, remember, use Rob's makeup tips this weekend. Uh, go get some bronzer. Not too much. Not too much Not just too much. enough. And uh, let us know what you think. Uh, thank you for listening to us on iHeartRadio. My name is Garrett. That is Rob Shooter. And we will talk to you guys next week.